listening to Behind Closed Doors with Billy Elliot. I'm Billy. By day, I host radio and interview all sorts of interesting people. And by night, I facilitate success for new podcasters, helping them to learn, set goals and reach their full potential, just like our Lewis FC players. Now, this podcast is your chance to personally get to know the players off the pitch. Each episode, we interview a new player on the ins and outs of their fascinating and inspiring lives. So do sit down, have a quick cup of tea and get to know a little bit more about our amazing players at Lewis FC. New Zealand vegan forward Katie Rood allegedly once scored a goal purely because a Lewis FC director, Karen Dobre, wafted a Greg's vegan sausage roll behind the net at Aston Villa. That veganism, Karen says, goes from her nose to her toes. But what else strikes us about Katie Rood? Katie, how are you doing? Oh, classic Karen. <laughs> I love her. I'm doing good. Thank you, Billy. How are you? I absolutely love it. Just before I start interviewing anyone, I always give Karen a little text. I say, Karen, just give me any kind of background information I should know about the people I'm about to interview. And she always gives me funny one-liners, and it's great. And I am good, thank you, to answer your question. I'm great. She's also asked me to ask you something, uh, a question, which we'll reveal later, um, keeping people on their toes and keep the listeners listening. I wonder what Karen Dobre wants me to ask you. How do I? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Um, firstly, though, let's call you Rudy because that's what you prefer and that's what everyone seems to know you as. I'd love to hear, Rudy, your story of how you got here from the very beginning of when you started playing football. Ah, you got some time? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> this was a 20 minute note. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I was lucky enough to grow up in New, the north of New Zealand um, and a super, super sporting town. And um, so I grew up playing every sport under the sun until eventually I got a bit older and I kind of couldn't keep up all the commitments. So it, I narrowed it down to football and field hockey. And eventually I realized that football could kind of also have the opportunity to travel with and kind of see the world in a, in a different light. It's just more of a global game than hockey. So I decided that's what I wanted to pursue. And um, yeah, I guess my first big move was coming to England in 2012 when I was 19. I played for Lincoln Ladies in the uh, WSL back in the day. Um, and that was a super cool experience to be playing with all these amazing England and Great Britain internationals and just as a kid from the other side of the world not really knowing what the standard would be like it definitely gave me a good insight into um, the league and the ability here and also my own ability and what life was like in the world so um, when I went back to New Zealand to get my bachelor's degree I uh, yeah I knew that one day I would probably return and I was just going to go home and work as hard as I could to make it into the national team and then hopefully come back out when I was ready to be pro again. Mm -hmm. And it took a little longer than expected, but in 2017, I got the opportunity to trial at Juventus, which was just a dream come true, really. So I, I packed my bags and quit my full-time job and moved off to Italy for a season, which was just a whirlwind of a time. Wow, yeah. And yeah, then after that, ended up in Bristol and eventually found my way here to Lewis on loan and uh, 
haven't looked back since. It's been two years now since I've been here. Yeah, you really strike me as someone who is really loving Lewis. It's hard not to when we finally, uh, you know, the team's improving each week. And I mean, we miss the crowd so much. But, um, you know, the, the community and the feel around the club is yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Wow, what a story. And it sounds like a very exciting one as well. I mean, the fact that you come from New Zealand, I mean, it's just a really long way to come, isn't it? When you're sort of, what was it, 19 in 2012? And then what takes you about five years to come back? Well, starting in Italy, you've gone to Bristol and you come down here. It must have been a very exciting time. Yeah, it's... um. I just, yes, yeah, kind of see football as an opportunity to learn about myself and the world and meet heaps of amazing people along the way and, uh, yeah, get to, to do the thing that I love and push to be my best each week. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just worked out in a way that has kind of helped me see the world and, yeah, have some really cool experiences within it. I love that you said that about football being a platform for you to just learn more about yourself. Hmm. What kind of things do you think you've learned through football? I think um, just having to engage and um, live in, in new and different cultures. Um, I think, well, actually just because New Zealand's so small and so far away, you know, to be able to reach the levels that I hope to reach, I've had to, to move away from home at an early age and be quite far away from a family and friends and kind of just yeah left to my own devices a bit to try and try and get through it luckily there's always been wonderful people around to kind of support and encourage me along the way but I think you learn a lot about yourself when you have lots of challenges to kind of overcome and when you throw yourself into a new environment there's always there's always things to learn I love that that kind of growth mindset really helps people to become I think very successful and effective in all sorts of ways also something about you Katie sorry Rudy how very rude of me um, <laughs> and also something about you Rudy that you're, you're really sort of you've got a very staunch league and values and it seems that you have a huge interest in eco justice issues do you see that any kind of overlaps with football in your life? Yeah, I mean, initially I didn't. Initially it was just I love football and I wanted to see the world. But the more of the world that I've seen, the more that I've realised that it's not quite in the state that I had hoped to see. You know, I grew up watching David Attenborough documentaries and just dreaming of seeing this beautiful natural world everywhere I go. And the reality is that not a lot of it, is there anymore and it's been quite startling and quite shocking to me to discover this the more that I travel you know there's very few places no matter how remote you go where you don't see um how humans have kind of impacted them mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's kind of opened my mind and my heart to to change my ways and try I mean it's hard to do you know we're, we're in this society where even just by living you you kind of create this big footprint on the world but I think within it there's room for each of us to kind of do the best that we can and encourage others to do the same along the way so and football is obviously a huge global culture really isn't it it's played all across the world and it it's played by and not just played but you know there's refs there's supporters there's management there's admin people from all walks of life um that mm -hmm. love football and i think if we can use that as a kind of common theme to bring people together and make positive change for the world then that would be pretty cool
I think that's a great a great point actually that you know football is basically a huge platform right and mm. and I love that you're being so vocal about your veganism or even just the state of the world in general not even your views really I mean they are but they're also reality <laughs> so yeah you're incredibly you're incredibly passionate about these things I'd really like to know more about really you behind the closed doors um seeing as this is behind closed doors in terms of what you do outside of football what what do you enjoy doing and you can be as honest as you like Rudy <laughs> do you try to be honest most times I <laughs> well what I'm saying is you can just say watching Netflix and we won't judge you that's basically what I mean <laughs> well yeah, with this lockdown it, it has stifled a lot of my opportunities to go and explore far and wide um mm-hmm. Like I had this sick cottage with my boyfriend booked up in Scotland for Christmas and we just mm. were so excited to go up there and that didn't happen. But mm. no, I, I love an adventure. I love exploring, like just trying to find the most naturally <laughs> untouched places basically to just see what's still left out there in the world. And mm-hmm. I love just getting out there in nature and walking the hills and finding the trees and seeing the animals yeah. Um, also love just watching documentaries too <laughs> I love what you were saying about when you were a kid you you watched um David Attenborough documentaries I actually believe that there are parts of us and parts of our values and our interests that just stay with us for our whole life yeah well I was just thinking how how I'm not sure how old you are Billy but I don't think you're too much younger than me and we um I, I know everybody I grew up with was just obsessed with the Amazon rainforest mm-hmm. like just itching to go there to see there all the animals there the plant life and stuff mm-hmm. and now you know the only amazon people talk about is the the company <laughs> yeah right it's such so much change so much okay so you're from new zealand i mean karen tells me you play for lewis and new zealand yeah the last few times i've been traveling with new zealand which is pretty cool wow. um I went to China, Spain, Portugal. That was beautiful. And so, yeah, but at the moment, obviously, New Zealand, our players are spread around all across the world. And it's just mm-hmm. impossible for us to get together to play with this new COVID landscape at the moment. So yeah. um, it's been pretty quiet on the international front. But yeah. the positive is it's given me more time with uh, my lowest teammates too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of the COVID climate that you mentioned, how has it been for you guys to be playing behind closed doors recently with no audience? Yeah, you know, we, we're so, so grateful that we still get to train and play because we realise that that's not the reality for a lot of people who have passions. Um, and we, yeah, we realise that we're, we're in the minority there and we're super, super grateful every time we get to kind of step out on the pitch together um but it but it is difficult too you know like we're we're a team where a lot of us are away from home and that that team is the closest thing we have to family yet we can't go to each other's house and have a cup of tea or hang out and watch the Mm -hmm. game back together and if we are indoors we're all having to wear masks and things like that so Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's not (laughs) it's not always easy a lot of the the fun stuff isn't isn't there anymore but we're pretty good at making the most of of what we do have because again we we know how grateful and fortunate we are to be playing yeah that's something actually i've really found with a lot of people the last year there's a sense of gratitude is really for many people vamped up a notch or two you know people really noticing what they're kind of really grateful for at the moment yeah i that's one of the big positives i found too is that a lot of people actually finally had the time to kind of slow down and even just get out and explore the places that they're in to a degree Mm -hmm. that they hadn't before and 
mm. I think with that sense of connection to the place around you, you can't help feel more grateful for your day to day. Especially when we live somewhere like Lewis, which mm. is gorgeous. So you've sort of told us a, a bit about how how you've got to where you've got to now and it's been really interesting to hear about kind of your interests and what you're passionate about just thinking about your football career in general what do you think your greatest challenge has been so far (laughs) um probably just to keep going I think when I went back to New Zealand in 2013 I my goal was to try and play for the national team and I was close to it I was in and around the setup. I was training with them every day for about, yeah, five years. <laughs> and every time it got to crunch time where the team was selected, I was never chosen. And I didn't know if I could also become a pro having not played for New Zealand because it was such a small country. I didn't know. And women's football wasn't huge. I didn't know whether the opportunities would still be there for a player from New Zealand who hasn't played for the country yet. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I just kept going. I felt that I'd kind of committed so much time to football that it would be a waste to to stop before before mm-hmm. I had to really and um yeah I found every time that I decided to keep going then some cool opportunity would come along <laughs> like um going to Italy that was so out of the blue and just an absolute miracle really <laughs> I love it when that kind of thing happens when you really don't expect it as well yeah Okay, so you kind of explained a little bit about sort of something that's maybe been quite hard in in your career in terms of carrying on and persevering. What would you say if you were looking at your highs and lows in general? Are there any particular events that come to mind? Yeah, a couple of highs were probably like scoring against Chelsea the other last year, I think it was, um, at home at Lewis with the home crowd um, Mm -hmm. to make it one all at the time. That was pretty special. Although they came back and scored, which kind of (laughs) put a bit of a damper on it. But um, we were all pretty proud of our performances that day. That must have been so nice as well, having all the fans as well. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah. And also probably scoring for for my country was pretty cool one. Having persevered for so long to finally get a goal for New Zealand was, was really special. Super cool. Any more lows? Uh, yeah, there were, there's just been plenty of lows. Injuries. When I first moved out of home, I moved two hours to Auckland to try and make it into the under-20 team, the New Zealand under-20 team. And a week before the team was selected, I found out that I had a stress fracture in my foot, so it was effectively broken, and I couldn't go to the World Cup. Mm. Um, and so all my friends went off and left me behind. Um, oh, it must have been gutting. Yeah, that was my first big like struggle. I was at a new school, new town. I didn't really know anyone there I didn't have a lot of support and yeah it was it was really tough to get through because it was also the first time that I wasn't able to exercise either yeah right it was a bit of a shock to the system but every time I've had to navigate something like that I feel like I get through it better and stronger each time and just Mm -hmm. more confident in myself to be able to take the next challenge on I definitely get a sense of confidence from you when I talk to you actually Rudy and I think you need to be don't you yeah you know I'm on the other side of my the world I haven't I haven't been home for two years and I miss it every day but I just gotta kind of get on with it you know yeah totally another option right now so yeah totally so this is a question that I often uh, well I have asked everyone so far and sometimes people feel a bit awkward, but I love asking it because I think it's good to be self-appraising. Um, what do you think you bring to the game, Rudy? <laughs> um, I think um, specifically, like physically, I think I, I bring speed and um, agility and 
just an attacking mentality, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I, I think that's that's on the pitch. I think off the pitch, hopefully, I've had to work on it lately because I was struggling a bit at the end of last year, but um, just trying to be a positive teammate and encouraging mm-hmm. and trying to, like, just lift standards as much as possible. And I guess, yeah, just a bit of a different perspective. I don't think uh, there's too many players that are kind of talking about things you know like the things we've discussed already I think um just trying to yeah just open up people's minds a bit with what's going on in the world that's something I try and bring to the game as well yeah I love that that's cool that's a really cool answer thanks thanks really okay are you ready for Karen's surprise question <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> um Karen Dobro the one of the directors of Lewis FC has asked me to ask you basically what Kiwis call flip-flops and charity shops apparently it's very weird <laughs> not very weird maybe flip-flops and charity shops are weird <laughs> look I'm just the messenger I didn't say it <laughs> and jandals and op shops are perfectly normal <laughs> jandals for foot Okay. Which I think is fine because if you hear what Australians call jandals, I mean flops, then you'll be in for a shot. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. They call them Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I first came to to England, I was friends with um, an Australian girl who was telling our coach one time about these new thongs that she bought. <laughs> Neither of them knew what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. And what's charity shops, do you say? We call them op shops, opportunity shops. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so nice. That's much, much better than charity shops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm looking at the time, Rudy, and I'm thinking, yeah. let's get, let's get on to the last question. I mean, it's got, it's gone fast. Um, this is the same one I ask for everyone as well, because I think it's really inspiring hearing you all and all your stories. Would there be any words of encouragement for anyone who might be in a position where they're striving for something? Perhaps it's against the odds for them to be striving for it, like it can be sometimes with women in football. Do you have any words of encouragement for these people? Yeah, no, I, I would say just to to continue to do that thing that, that really lights you up and inspires you and um, makes you excited to get out of bed each day because life's just short. And if you can do that and bring some good into the world and share your gift then that's that's a great thing but it's not always easy in fact sometimes it's it's harder sometimes the easy thing is to quit and it's harder to continue but if you know in your heart that that's the thing that you're destined to do that you want to do and that yeah you've you've put your your life into doing then I think crack on because you just never know where it might take you you know brilliant wise words from Rudy there can always count on you for some reflective wisdom thank you Rudy it's been brilliant to chat wonderful Billy thank you so much for doing this for us too we really appreciate you sharing our stories oh no I'm I'm just absolutely loving the process it's super fascinating and purely selfish (laughs) well good you're welcome then (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) 